Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. In 1919, Call the Yankees my daddy. It is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 65. John Senecal, Brian Shackman here. We were going to sort of do like a post-lockout recap, temperature check, all that kind of garbage. But the truth is, we have a huge amount of personnel news that I'm going to hand to you in a second, John, because the Yankees made some moves that a lot of people have um, scratching their heads, to be quite frankly. And I, I also want to point out to people, you have to share the podcast and let people know this next couple of weeks could be huge for us. We might have later this week, we don't want to divulge names because uh, we're just confirming we might have an absolute broadcasting legend on later this week. We might have a sports writing legend from the West Coast on uh, next week. And we might have literally the Moonlight Graham of the Boston Red Sox on very soon. So yep. incredible stories. But let's start with the personnel moves. Um, just summarize, you know, obviously up to this point, what the Yankees have done, and then we'll go through what we think of it. Okay, so the Yankees traded for Josh Donaldson, and they traded Gary Sanchez and Gio Rochelle. Now, there's there's another player, Ben Rivet. Rivette in the deal. He's a left-handed catcher. A left-handed catcher? A left-handed catcher. A unicorn. Yeah. So, listen, now, the Yankees are getting a catcher, giving up a catcher. Right. Getting a third baseman, giving up. They're probably what was going to be their shortstop if they didn't sign Correa, right? And their stopgap, Anthony Volper Peraza. Um, I don't know. I'm scratching my head on this one because as a Yankee fan, I think across the board, well, they we're got, all going to they, they got a shortstop, too, that... His name is a hard one to say. You forgot about Kiner. Oh, Kiner Falafa. Falafa. Yeah, so yeah. he's gonna he's gonna play shortstop, right? Yeah. Right. But I'm scratching my head not because of him. I'm scratching my head with the Donaldson and the fact that I mean you're getting rid of Sanchez, which I think all Yankee fans like, right? It seemed like everybody wanted him gone anyway. Exactly. But you're getting Josh Donaldson back at 36 for 50 million dollars guaranteed. You owe him. And it's actually more than that because if you have to buy them out or mutual agreements, it probably comes out about $58 million. So you're, you're on the hook for that. And I see, I scratch my head because I'm thinking if you got to get rid of him or if you want to get rid of him or if you're going to try to flip him, ain't nobody flipping that. 
Josh Donaldson for $50 million at two years? I mean, he hasn't done anything really since 2016. I mean, even if you dump him at the trade deadline, if you're not you know, incredibly competitive, you're still going to have to swallow some of that salary. Oh, a ton of it. it. You're going to have to swallow a ton of it. And when you're sitting there you know, with the potential to possibly get a Freddie Freeman or a Carlos Cray, which I've been saying all along, I'm not a, I was never a fan of getting him. And I don't really think Yankee fans, I think they just want something to happen. I think deep down inside, they don't want Carlos Correa. Well, but, the bottom line is, this trade, this whole, all these moves. I haven't spoken to a Yankee fan yet who thinks that they're good, but it does tell me whether it's Rizzo or Freeman that they have to make a splash at first base because if you look at their roster, I'm sorry, they might be the fourth place team in the American League East, even yeah. if they sign Freddie Freeman. So listen, they don't have other than other than Aaron Hicks, right? And they got Gallo. So I mean. Kicks is a switch hitter. Gallo's your other left-handed hitter. This catcher that is now going to be their starting platoon catcher with Hishigawa um, is a lefty. So you're not going to get him all the time. So there's your left-handed bat. So you're going to have to get a left-handed hitter, right? You have and that to. would be a first baseman. Either trade for Matt Olson mm-hmm. or sign Freddie Freeman. Now, if you sign Freddie Freeman, you already pissed away $50 million on, Matt, on uh, Donaldson, right? That's the way I look at it. Right. That's fifty million dollars you could have spent on Freddie Freeman, which would be way better. Which investment. is probably you could probably got two years over the long duration of a contract. You could probably could have got two years of Freddie Freeman for fifty million, right? In part of a bigger deal, right? If you spread it out over six years. And if you get Freeman, by the way, if you did Freeman, which I, they're probably the third team on the list to get him, yeah. outside of Atlanta and the Dodgers. But if you go Freeman with Gallo and Judge and Stanton, now you're talking about a lineup that can really scare people. Right. Or if you trade for Matt Olson, but what are you going to do now? Because if you trade, if you have DJ, right, you're going to trade DJ to Oakland and get Matt Olson. I mean, what are you going to do with DJ? So what do you think? So basically, taking on $50 million on a 36-year-old is a bad idea. Uh, but you do well, that's what's got me scratching my head right because right. like normally you'd say like let's flip them or like you just said trade them at the deadline but you're you are hooked <laughs> hooked 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 with this guy i'm telling you right now right you're hooked for two years with this clown and the most thing he's been popular for is saying uh it's not sticky anymore to giolito as he came across right. and b- bitch it at cole right so what's it going to be like and i, I know uh, pe- i don't know people I who don't know baseball i mean there are t- two two schools of thought one is that bad blood can succeed in a clubhouse because pitchers stay with the pitchers and the position players stay with the position players. But having said that, I think you don't want bad blood, even if they can stand But we're also talking about a major, I'm going to say sticky subject, right? To put the pun at it, right? That was huge news. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there was, that was so much focus on that last year. And look at, after that happened, all the no hitters disappeared. So obviously there was a direct connection. But don't you think that Brian Cashman would have at least addressed it so before that, making the deal? Good question. I heard I was listening to sports radio this morning too, and people were talking about that same thing. And it's, I mean, he he's not da- say, he's not dumb. No, Cashman's but you'll not say stupid. they will, right? You say in the in the back channels and the in the shadows. Oh, of course they're gonna you know run it past Cole. I mean, what are you gonna do? Call Garrett Cole and be like, I just don't feel like this trade was in the works, man. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. The only way. Got rid of Gio and Gary Sanchez, well, G- who are under all, thirty. By the way, Sanchez was. I mean, and he everyone said he was a throw-in, though. He they, was a throw-in. He was a throw-in. He wasn't for the deal. You basically gave him Gio. Yeah, and you and, said and, we'll and, give you and, Gio, and we'll take your fifty million if you take Sanchez off our hands. You know, what I mean, that's yes. basically what it is. But to me, when I look at it, the only way this makes sense is if they make 
a good a good trade a good deal for a first baseman. But I think you're right. I think the fifty million makes you think it won't be Freeman. No, and I and I feel bad for Isaiah Kiner Falafa because he's a good player. And he he's got traded young. twice in a week. I know, but I feel bad for him because no one's talking about him. They're all the Yankee fans aren't going to be talking about him. Guess they, what? That's good. I, I have to tell good. you, that's a good. That's good. a good thing. The less they can, the lower the expectations. The less they talk about you, the better. Let them focus on everybody else. And this kid seems like a good kid. I mean, they said Gary Sanchez is going to go to Minnesota, right, and be a DH and platoon catcher. They just traded their catcher, Mitch Garver, and they don't. Gary's not going to start for them. Like, no. what does that tell you? He's going to. It tells me that. It tells me that Minnesota <laughs> thinks they're a playoff team. It tells team. me the Yankees should have got rid of Gary earlier when he had some trade value. Of course. But, I mean, Ugh, they, they're pretty – but there's a there's a long history of guys that are overinflated because they wear the pinstripes. It's true with Boston, too. We overinflate guys. I mean, and, this is like – this is a scr- head of scratcher like Hunter Renfro for Jackie Bradley. Yeah. That one but is – without the $50 million. I mean, at least, at least Hunter Renfro is a good deal. I have to tell you – well, first of all, can we transition to that deal for a second, or do you have more I don't you want care. to say? No, it's just I'm just jammed up about. Listen, this. I would say the most. I mean, listen, it's it's a deal that people are not happy with, and they have to do something at first base or something else to but make. But what scares to make it me, work. Brian, is they're going to wind up trading like DJ or something because he's kind of going to he kind of flops in and out of. Would this you be with okay with Rizzo? I'd be fine with Rizzo coming back, but at the same time, like Rizzo's older, man. I mean, your play is Olsen or Freeman, right? But Olsen's going to command a huge tag. I mean, DJ's a contract friendly, whatever you want to say. That's a friendly contract right. for DJ. And the, and the A's would take that, right? You're going to have to pay 35 minimum a year for for Freddie. Really? Yeah. Minimum. And he's going to want six or seven years. Even though think. that's too much. Too yeah. much. I, I don't know. That's, that's, don't get me started with the too much. I think they all make too much. But well, we'll get, we'll get into that in a minute because the lockout, I have to tell you I'm not as uh, – I'm not as excited for baseball, and I and I want to talk about that a little bit, even though they've signed. I'm not one of those that say well, it's almost let like bygones be bygones. They're trying to smokescreen it as quick as they can, you know. Right, that's true. But I want to talk quickly about Jackie Bradley Jr. Full disclosure: he came to visit my kids' school six, five, six years ago, and he's a good dude. And ever since then, my kids have loved him, and my wife has always loved but him as a player. We've talked about this before. It says a lot for a team, though. Like he's a guy; he's a team guy. And so he's a good guy for the Red and Sox. And I've even DM'd him on Twitter, and he's responded, like which rarely happens. I do it a fair amount, and it rarely happens. He's just a ge- he is a genuinely good human being. Right, you root he, for guys like him. Yes, but he's also a guy that bats two twenty, who can't hit his weight hardly, and he is projected to start in center field. In well, right, it'll probably be center. They'll probably, I mean, say you have Kike and Alex Verdugo. And and Renfro what had a career year, and had you know I don't think Bradley will make as many assists as Renfro. He'll make better catches, yes, right. But he won't throw people out. Even though, even though Jackie Bradley Jr. has a great arm, he he doesn't have Renfro arm and accuracy. But what I would say is that why would you make that deal is a great question. And I, I was like, listen, for sentimental value, I, I was like, it's not worth it necessarily, but clearly. He's a guy. Renfro is a baseball player's player. Like if you love baseball, you really enjoyed Renfro. Right. If he you, looks if like you, a dude that plays baseball, and it's he's a, he's a, he's a baseball player's. Like you watch him for different reasons. But if you love the Red Sox and you're or you're a tourist, JBJ is a bigger draw. Yeah. So the drop off isn't so much. And I can't imagine though, because the, historically he bats 180 until June first, and then he'll bat like. 280 or 300 the rest right. of the way and end up around 250. 
whatever. If he's lucky. Yeah. If you get that, is it good enough? I don't know how to interpret it. To me, it means that they're going to get another outfielder and platoon him. But he's not the kind of guy in Milwaukee. What about Jaron Duran? We talked about him. You say he's too old. Duran? Yeah. He's not too old. Well, I mean, you, what about him? Well, I don't. I think he was pretty clear that he wasn't ready to play. All right. Well, maybe that's what you say. So, I, I mean, he wasn't. JBJ is only thirty-one. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's he's been around a while. Yeah, but he's. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's only thirty-one, but he's been in the league a while. I cheer for him, though. I, you know, it's funny. It's it was a, probably a bad trade baseball-wise, but I'm I, I he's I like him. So I'm mean, gonna I have to take off yeah. my stat hat and just say, you know what? He's a dude I like, and there yeah. are fewer and fewer dudes I like. Yeah. I like John Senecal. <laughs> Terrible segue. And I'm Brian Shackman. This is fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I, w- I want to get to it now because, you know, I've been waiting to talk to you post lockout. I have season tickets, and I even said I said it. And I, you know, I am fond of Sam Kennedy, and I know a lot of people who work with the Red Sox. I was like. I can get tickets anytime I want. Why would I have season tickets? Why would I do this? Why go would when I, you want to go? Just go when I want to go. You can actually save some money. So how many how many tickets do you have for the year? You so we have a weekend plan. Yeah. So I don't know how many. We split it with four or five other people. So it ends up five or six games guaranteed yep. a year. The reason why we do it is that it guarantees us. We don't get our seats for the playoffs, but it guarantees us playoff seats, and it's guaranteed opening day. And opening day is our favorite day of the right. year because we sit with the So you the got more people. than just... You got a lot of pl- factors in play. Yes, but you but also I, have a family, and yep. you got like things have to be worked and manipulated. So it, it, you have a plan. Yes, I am so unhappy though, and I because outside of raising the league minimum, I don't think there was a single issue that mattered to me or the general public, and I could care less. And I and it, it really did seem like millionaires and billionaires fighting over. Um, cans to deposit for five cents. Yeah, and even though it's not true, there's still millions involved. It just seemed really stupid to stop the game. They're going to have this condensed schedule, and there's going to be injuries, and the quality of play is going to be poor. And they didn't even address the crap that matters to me. Yeah, and you and you didn't even bring up the soft deadlines. I mean, I've never heard more deadlines than like you know a parent that can't control their kid. Yeah, you know, right? Oh, we're leaving in five right. minutes. Right, right. Five more minutes. You're so right, and they still are having a full season. You know, meanwhile, Manfred's down in his bunker right now, juicing the balls. Here's the deal. Cranking him up, tightening him up. He's done, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he's definitely, they're going to squeeze him out. But what are they going to do to get the game back? You called it perfectly. You're debating that you want to not buy and do what you're saying. So what does that tell you? Like, I know the corporation people aren't going to show up in their seats. I see it every night at Yankee games when I watch them on TV, right? The people that they should be caring about is you. You know, like they said, the little people. Yeah. You know? And when was the last time they reduced prices on it? I mean, even the movie theaters, the stinking movie theaters, are finally, they're like, we're going to reduce prices. We need. Or we're going to close. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that until fans don't go en masse, nothing's going to change. Like when I, re- I really finally stepped back and thought about it, that I go there, I pay 35 bucks to park. Yep. I pay twelve bucks a beer, which I do all of it. I buy the 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 eight nine dollar sausage, and I'll have I'll have four or five beers. I'll have a couple things to eat. I'll buy the peanuts and all that crap. And I'm like, at the end of the day, my wife and I on opening day, we'll spend five hundred bucks. Yeah, and you'll see three innings of the game. And I just don't. I don't. And I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? What am I doing? I go to the yard goats. I spend a 
75 bucks, and it's just as fun. Right, and you got your hot dog. You didn't miss one pitch. Well, you could send your kid to get your food. Yeah, seriously. And, you you know, it's and it's t- 5 or 10 bucks to park, and I'm home in 12 minutes. And listen, I'm still going to go. I've given the equivalent of a college education to the right. Boston Red Sox. And I just I found myself really questioning it because I I don't find that any of the stuff that that mattered and I don't even care I kind of like the DH not being in the NL I mean everyone says it doesn't make sense for competitive reasons in the World Series and I get that I'm fine with that but I I honestly it was it was like issue number six for I me know. there's there's so many different things we can talk about but you're with one this of those fans time. but you're one of those guys that no matter what you're gonna go back. I'm going to keep watching baseball because I love it. I don't think I'm going to be going to as many games. I just I, listen, man. It's like. It's like you said, it's the whole experience is just too much to just keep waiting on. Like, it's just like, you know, on top of everything else you're dealing with, like, and I'm going to sound so petty here, you know, because be of petty. All the, this is the all, place to be petty, the place to be petty, you know, the, of all the other crap that's going on in the world, I'm going to bitch about paying too much to go to a baseball game while I'll have to pay too much for gas and my oil bill and all that stuff. So it's just added more crap to yeah. everything else. You know, so why honestly, why do I want to waste five hundred dollars of my day to go down and watch a Yankee game when I could have just went to the Yard Goats game the night before and then watch it on TV with my kid? You having, know, and, having and, a beer in your hand and watch the game. Yeah, I, I, the value proposition is has not been there for a while, so this isn't news to people listening. But I guess what I'm saying to people listening and to you, John, is that if it matters to you, maybe you should not go. And maybe and and the thing is, it's weird. People are like, well, the thing is, this is a baseball podcast. I love baseball. I want I want to I want to be there, but I I don't understand how they can bully us, the fans, so badly. We're so stupid. I feel like we are so but it's, stupid. But it, and they do the same formula. Everything. Oh, it's for the, you know the fans are the ones that took it. The fans are the ones. All you know the players will all say that. You'll never hear the owners say that. It's for the fans. But I don't know, dude. It's not none for of the it's, fans. None of it's for the fans. And the thing is, is that people say, oh, well, we, we're we increasing the beer prices to pay for the salaries. No, it's to it's to, it's to to ensure the profit margin, right? It doesn't, you know what I mean? If they, if, if they need to increase their revenue to because they're, they're, they're spending more money, they just pass it on to the consumer so their profit margin stays the same. I can't tell you how many people make basically that aren't players that work for these major league teams make about as much as the league minimum. Oh, There's man. The dozens for every organization that make hundreds and hundreds of thousands Tons of money. salary. It's crazy. And, what some and, of them and, are. and all the major league franchises have so many different layers of, I mean, even their marketing departments and their video departments and their, and their, and their scouting. I mean, it's insane. Like people look at these, contracts that they're doling out and they're like oh well you know, the payroll's 220 million and you look at steve cohen talking well, you know, well steve what do you think you know you're gonna go over 220 million and they talk about it like he's gonna just you know walk down the street and hand somebody a 20 dollar bill right on top of like you just said on top of that 220 million is another 100 million a liability on top of that with all the salaries the insurance claims and i mean josh donaldson's gonna cost the yankees an extra 30 million dollars after he gets hurt three times right so i mean i i hate to say this but I, i've come to this sort of Conclusion, maybe I just got some guts. I'm going to go to opening day. I'm going to. You're going to take, take one for the team? I'm going to go to opening <laughs> day because my wife will not miss it. But after that, well, listen, look, look, maybe maybe I don't go. Maybe I sell the other four games. Let's talk about opening day real quick, right? I sent you guys, Matt, our producer, and you a text about Yankee Red Sox opening day, which is now, shockingly, MLB opening day, Yankee Red Sox. Of course. Whoa, you know, we just magically pick April 7th. All right. They need it. 
So maybe we're going to move that 1 o'clock game to 7. Sorry, the right. field's a little wet, you know. Right. <laughs> Anyways, what was it, $80-something just to walk in there? And the next day was 20 bucks or something like okay, that. Okay, so that that's what it's so open. It's at Yankee Stadium? Yeah. So the ticket is eight, like 85 bucks. Well, for that was like, day. like four days ago. It's probably right. more than that now. And then the next day, it's by 75%. It like four, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but come on. Here's what we should do. Here's what I think pr- pricing should be. It should all be dynamic pricing. It should all be supply and demand. Exactly. All of it, all of it should be. Nobody's showing up. Drop it. They I've should, been saying all along, when you see all those open spots, man, there's got to be some algorithm you could figure out where you, people could pay up from upper seats and get down to those seats. Absolutely. I mean, figure it out. If my coffee machine can turn on in two hours before I get up. But it's one of those things where the scalpers, I never understood it, the scalpers... Once they got smart, back in the day, you could go. You, the the Montreal, my dad used, to, you know, like wait till the first inning, yeah. and then and then the scalper needs to dump it. But then it got to the point where the scalpers got wise, and they would rather eat the ticket yeah. than sell it at a cut rate. So that's what the 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 teams are basically saying to you: we'd rather leave the seats empty than to cut prices. Yeah. and I don't know how TV to break money. it because here I am. I'm still being stupid. I'm like, I'm still going to go to opening day, but I don't want to go. I don't want to go, and I don't want you to go. I want people well, to stay going. home. I'll watch it. I want people to stay home because I, I don't know how else to send a message that we're not only, I mean, it's just insulting to me. This lockout was so stupid and it's just insulting to me that now I got to go back to the trough and just start eating crap. <laughs> it was, it was, it was laughable. It really was. It was so dumb. And like, when we sat there like, like monkeys waiting, here comes the deadline, five o'clock. Oh no, we're going to wait yeah. till tomorrow. Oh no, oh, we're not going to have baseball. Deadline, 11 o'clock. And they met, they messed with me. I will tell you. Uh, remember Dom Dom Rivers we had on the show, the 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 rotisserie yeah. guy. Well, he he's turning fifty, and I don't know if it's a surprise. Or if, maybe I shouldn't surprise. Say well, anyway, <laughs> he's. I I think he does listen though, so I don't know. But he was going. Well, it's not like he doesn't know he's turning fifty. Well, he's going to Cincy with his brother. And I was going to fly out and meet him because it was going to be opening weekend yeah. in Cincy. And I've never been to the park. Yep. I've never really it's spent cool. time in there. Cincinnati. So I wasn't going to go to opening day, but I was going to go like Friday, Saturday and go to a Reds game. I was yep. psyched and it was worth, you know what? It was worth it for me to get on a plane. By the right. way, getting it was a, cheaper. By the way, getting on a plane, getting a hotel room and going to see two Reds games yeah. would be cheaper yeah. than taking my it. wife to Fenway. Yeah, I'm thinking of flying to Milwaukee and going to a game and watching oh. Cole Swindell in concert for free afterwards. That would be awesome. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we did the drive to Baltimore. So we are already proved that we yeah. drove to baltimore stayed at the hilton yeah went to two games and it was cheaper than going to a single game at fenway but you know what i want to say is that because they screwed up opening day i'm not going to go now because opening day is right. not when opening day is and so it's like here i am and listen i don't work that hard like my life is good i don't lay curbstone i don't shovel dirt whatever my life is good but i have a job and i work and i have to right. support my family i'm not a millionaire you still got money to spend and, but how i want to spend it right and the thing is i wanted to do that and now i can't because of those clowns yeah you know and 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 i don't even know if anybody what did they get and then the minor leaguers didn't get any, the minor leaguers didn't get the help i just think and the game isn't better the dh in the nl doesn't change anything and they talk well, about a stupid it, it pitch gives clock. Nelson Cruz six more years to play. You know what? Fine. I love that guy. He's never played for the Sox, but I love that guy. He will. I hope Don't he's, worry. He'll I be hope back. he's the uh, the position player Bartolo Colon. Yeah. I mean, I really- Maybe he can come back and hit. Big sexy. <laughs> he has hit it out. Yeah. I mean, he has. But anyway, I, I just couldn't contain myself anymore because I, I love to go to baseball games, and I can tell you that I don't want to go. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, only time will tell. I mean, Manfred's juicing the balls or whatever. But listen, let's not call 
this Yankees trade a blockbuster. If I have to read that one more time and call this a blockbuster, the only thing blockbuster about it is you're blowing $50 million. Right, and the only big thing about it is an arm pad that Donaldson wears. Exactly. I mean, he's got oh, like God. a f- I can't shield. wait until he does something stupid and the fans are all over him and he turns into Jack the Flipper. <laughs> Remember Jack the Flipper? Jack McDowell? He used to always give the bird? No, he got booed off the mound and he flipped off the fans, Jack McDowell. Yeah, that's really smart. He, oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. That's right. That worked out real well for him. <laughs> Jack the Flipper. <laughs> I think we'll end on that. Listen, we but stick around this week. We will make sure, uh, again, we're, we're trying to tie it in. Matt Saroy is actually who will be in on the podcast because he would be the reason why we get this Don't guest. Don't blow any more secrets, Brian. You already gave the guy's 50th birthday party away. All right, that's right. So anyway, stick around. Share this with everybody. Okay, it's good stuff. This is episode 65. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.